welcome to today's podcast by yours truly Um, the topic for today is going to be about rape culture in america and i felt that this topic was really appropriate for the month of april since it is sexual assault awareness month so i have interviewed seven girls who have experienced some form or extent of sexual assault so that we are all on the same page i regard and address sexual assault as mostly understood as any action or activity sexually that is not consented by both parties including physical force and threats to respect the privacy of my participants i have just labeled them as participant one through seven and i just include their current age so without further ado let me introduce to you the first experience by a participant one who is currently 53. She wrote, Growing up, we had a lot of people coming in and out of my home. Even though my house was filled with many strangers, it was a family member who got to me and my sisters. Every night, I'd cry before the nighttime came because I knew that there was nothing I can do to stop him. End quote. So, between every story, I'm going to give you a fact, a statistic about sexual assault in America that I got from rain.org, which I'll tell you guys about later. So, the facts state, between the ages of 12 and 34, those are the highest risk years for rape and sexual assault. Straight into participant number two, who's 30, she wrote, At the age of six, a most trusted family member physically forced themselves onto me. I had to perform certain actions on the individual to obtain help at school. I was afraid to speak out, to look a fool, and I was fearing my parents' lives. This continued for four years. For four years. A next fact. The facts say that American studies show that every 73 seconds someone is sexually assaulted in America. Participant 3 story. She is currently 52. She wrote about her father. She writes, My stepfather at the age of 4 was very lovey-dovey with me. As I got older, maybe about the age 6, I realized that this wasn't regular father-daughter love. I would be woken up to his penis in my mouth. I feared speaking out because no one believed me. I was the only girl in my household besides my mom. Who would believe me? They all called me a crybaby. I became suicidal. I was chased around my house, filled with men. My first attempt at suicide was the age of 14. At the age of 18, I tried again and almost succeeded because life didn't change. I overdosed on iron pills. I couldn't imagine breaking my mother's heart with my experiences or with my story. But to this day, I am stronger than ever and all of my experiences are mine. Back to the facts. The likelihood that a person suffers suicidal or depressive thoughts increases after sexual violence. Studies show and support this. Sexual violence also affects victims' relationships with their family, friends, and co-workers. Participant 4, who's 18, writes, I was about 9 or 10 years old. It was by two people that I knew. Someone who was my stepfather at the moment. The other guy was someone my aunt was messing with. 
I was wearing PJs to go to bed. I was at my own house when it happened the first time at least. The second time, I was at my aunt's house. Back to the facts. Approximately one in five women in the U.S. reported completed or attempted rape at some point in their lifetime. Participant 5, 16 years old, writes, I was only 15 years old when I was getting ready to go on a daily run wearing black Nike shorts with a gray Adidas shirt. I was at the park, a location where I went to frequently run. An unknown man smacked my butt with a lot of force and ran as soon as he did what he did. I cried for days. I cried for days. I cried to this day just thinking about it. Back to the facts. Every nine minutes, Child Protective Services substantiates or finds evidence for claims of child sexual abuse. Participant 621 writes, I can still remember that moment when I walked up the stairs coming home from the beach. I was only seven years old and wearing a pink floral bathing suit. He waved to me and urged me to come sit down on his lap as he decided to caress my leg and started to move his hand further up until the moment my sister walked in the room and realized what he was trying to do. She called me to come to the other room with her. She saved me. Participant 7 21. I can never forget the different locations that he would take me to just to get me alone. A burned down house, his house, his car, the corner store. Nowhere was inconvenient for him. The sad part is, it happened so much, I don't even know when exactly it started or when exactly it ended. And what's, wor- what's worse is that he wasn't the only one. After gathering all of my participants' statements, I really look back and I think of the way that social media supports and even suggests that some of the reasons why women experience sexual assault has to do with them. A lot of the time, women are blamed for their experiences because of what they wear, because of what time they were outside, if they were drunk, if it was a stranger, if it was someone they knew. And this is a part of the rape culture that America holds so high. A lot of what the girls said um, caused them to not speak up for a lot of common themes. The girls didn't speak up for fear. Fear that they wouldn't be believed due to the age that they were at the time. They also feared rejection, shame, guilt. Again, rape culture in America is so sad because what rape culture really is about is the reason why women are blamed. The reasons why women are at fault for experiencing the dangers and tragedies and just stories that have made their lives the way they are today. The ideas, standards, misconceptions about rape rape culture, why and how it happened. It's sad, but in America, they're there. And they're subtle sometimes, and sometimes they're obvious, but social media doesn't have any problem denying and supporting the fact that there is an issue with rape culture in America. And the only way that we can do something about it is if we can all be educated and if we can all share the message, share each other's stories, support one another.
America blames victims instead of fighting for them. She got raped? They'll ask, and they will reply with their own answers. But why was she alone outside at that time? Why did she wear that to the party? She shouldn't have had that to drink. America, we need to be more accountable. We need to be more responsible. Perpetrators are the ones at fault. Not the victims. Not the drink. Not the outfit. Not the time. Not the location. But he did. Thank you to Rain.org and Sexual Abuse Hotline for the statistics and the data. You guys should definitely check it out. And that is all, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to my podcast and to all of my participants. Thank you for sharing your story. Your story is what makes you powerful and it's what makes you you. We stand together. We stand as one.